0: In the morning skate episode 286. Your host Ketters. I am joined by my co host Brownie. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Brownie, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, turn up your volume. Uh, good, all good here.
1: I was telling you, before you, no, sorry, right. I was telling you before we got started this uh new banner right here. Yeah, because I have a blog coming out uh either later tonight or tomorrow. Uh, the Bruins, uh, Bruins fan guide to bandwagon jumping, I think is what I titled it between the four finalists so i want to I want to put up my bona fides here i found this while cleaning out the basement i forgot about it because the old man cave is now my daughter's bedroom so all that shit got packed away but six times stanley cup champion banner thought i would hang that up for the i, love,
0: I love that dude I actually- oh and then
1: this is the last thing because we talked about this last week i had a new dome new lid
0: what oh. does it say there? Oh my God, that's that's cool. Look lit. at that cool lid. Shout out to Jerome McGinley again. So yeah, shout out to Jerome McGinley again.
1: So this hat came out of the box, my size. I didn't have to adjust it, which I feel is a sign because I got a pretty good, pretty big dome. And if you look at Jerome McGinley, he's got a pretty big dome too. So yeah,
0: maybe. All right, that's fair. Uh, you maybe can't you sized it. I got the the Gretzky Messier fucking poster hanging up it looks you gotta put it good. so you can see it on the i microphone. know but i'm looking at it and oh, it, that's makes, fair. it makes
1: me feel good. well just so you know when you're when you when you look into the camera you can see what's behind you also
0: yeah. oh yeah 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 i got that bad boy going so that's nice
1: you could put that where that white jersey is behind you
0: i could but i don't i feel like i'm gonna fuck it up if i do that see i already kind that's of fair Oh, this is
1: just that's not gonna work. I'll have to figure that out at some other point, but uh, yes, yeah, so what's going on, man? Anything new? Nothing, man, nothing, just uh, work and uh, down to the final four. Uh, it almost, I mean, in a way, it's like, ah, oh, there's no fucking hockey tonight, what am I gonna do? Right? Sure, but another way, I'm like. I can get caught up on some stuff tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. No, I, feel, I feel the exact same way. And last night they had the Game 7 crack in Dallas. I don't know if you got to watch it. That was a really – rec-
1: I had a game that started at 8 o'clock, same time as the puck drop, so I recorded it. Yeah. I got home at 10.30 and I watched the entire game.
0: It was really good. Yeah, really, 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 great really good. Yeah.
1: And listen, Fink, if you're out there listening and you didn't watch, you're a fucking loser. He you didn't watch. He was, he was on
0: the bench. He was on the bench. It's just classic. I mean, that's just Nils Lundqvist type attitude towards everything. Like, he and Hal
1: talked about not going to like game. Remember, we didn't go to our hockey games for game one of the yeah. first round. I, game seven's crazy to me. Second round, game seven. You're not gonna watch?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch it on the bench. Shut
1: up. Yeah, it's not the same. But... And Fink, you're my boy, and I love you,
0: but. A little weird. A little yeah. weird, Brownie. But yeah, let's yeah. just kind of hop into stuff. We're going to get her going. Mia Culpa. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Kevin Brownie. Oh, we got
1: to reach out to Mia about the Kraken being out. Be like, sorry for your loss.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm sure she's tuning in right now. Hi, Mia.
1: <laughs> uh, so first off, uh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, basically, Alberta's on fire like huge fires. So prayers for our, uh, our friends up in Alberta, uh, over 30,000 people have been forced from their homes due to these wildfires that are burning out of control. And I saw a statement from some fire official who said that, uh, the worst is yet to come.
0: That's that's, not good. Not
1: good. good. And apparently that's where obviously the Oilers, right? Uh, that's where a lot of Canada's oil comes from. And I mean, Jenkins could probably speak to this or Kenton better than me, but uh something like they're they're shut down like 50,000 thir- uh 50, 000 barrels a day or something is not going into the uh into the pool, I guess. Not, I
0: don't know. Not so, not uh
1: we talked about the MTV movie awards last week. Yeah. They've been going on for 30 fucking years That's since nineteen ninety two. And hard, uh, this yeah. year's host was Drew Barrymore.
0: My dad loved Drew Barrymore. I was never that big into her,
1: but old Drew Barrymore, absolutely. Current Drew Barrymore, thanks, but good. <laughs> uh, and then this one, I forgot to mention this. This was one of the funniest things uh, early in the round. Uh, did you see in the Seattle game when uh, Carson Sosi scored for Seattle? So Sosi, I think is how you say it. Uh, he did hit hand- <laughs> down the Kraken bench and then he went down the Dallas bench. No, I, I didn't see
0: that. Awesome great.
1: Absolutely great.
0: So, it's Susie. So,
1: so, Susie, that's it. Yeah.
0: Um, so we were pretty good for me and Couples. None yeah, of those were good. even dumb. Yeah, that was yeah, right, No, man. just catch up stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, right all right, let's, let's hop into it, dude. I ain't the news. Bang.
1: Dude, those videos get me every time. What a
0: power stop. Um, <laughs> all right, Carolina, after eliminating New Jersey Devils in Game 5, the Hurricane social media team took a spin-through cameo and got a real housewife, a cake boss, some guys from the Sopranos, and the situation from Jersey Shore to congratulate the Canes on moving forward. This was an all-time, like – All-time. And they got the, the Fireman Ed dude also. Yeah, wow. just really genius, honestly. Smart. Like yeah, very, very, very. And the very, best yeah. part, now, this is something that
1: I heard on another podcast, but it, it made me think of it. So th- that was a, that was, that took some thought because but, you can't just call up anybody. It has to be someone who's so oblivious true. to what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wonder if the cameo, I wonder how many cameos got shot down when they were like, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? No, so, it was, it was, that was a. Ap- well There's been a lot of social media stuff this, this playoffs, and I think it's good.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Normally I hate it, but that one I actually enjoyed. Second with Carolina, Jordan Martinuk turned it on in round two after being held off the score sheet in round one versus the Islanders. He put up a stat line of three goals, seven assists for 10 points with four penalty minutes and 14 hits and only got five games played versus the New Jersey Devils. It'd be, no, it'd be nice if a Ranger superstar could put out together that fucking dime line. Holy fuck. Three goals, seven assists, ten points. Mika Benjad doesn't even sniff that. Actually, I'm so glad that I brought that up because I saw this. Elliot Friedman uh, came out with, like, this quote. I got to read this to you because it makes so much sense, and I get chirped about it all the time because, like, oh, I'm an old-time hockey guy or whatever. But – he said, I know a lot of people don't like hearing this. Choir boys do not win the Stanley cup. You can be oh. a really nice and decent person off the ice in the playoffs. You have to be a team full of pricks. The Rangers. Said that? Al- Elliot up. said that. I Freeman. Yeah. So, nice to see somebody recognize that fucking Zibanejad Jad and Kreider are too busy making out. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Toronto has made one conference final since 2000. It was incorporated in 1917. While Vegas has made, made four in their six years of existence. Sexton Cronin on the side, uh, And he's like, dude, they don't deserve this. Like, he brought this up specifically. So he's doing the Hal thing. Yeah, I. Everybody I talk to does the Hal thing. I don't.
1: I don't. I I agree with Hal to a degree, and Cronin, right? But the way Vegas entered this, how they bullied everybody in the draft, how they maneuvered everything, and the way they play, I don't have a single problem with it. And Hal's takes are so hot right now. I don't think there's there's very few guys on the night on the Golden Knights that I dislike.
0: I have to think about it. I'd really have to think about it, but but you
1: can easily think of all the guys you do like.
0: I think I'd have to think about that too. Oh, I got. A, I, I
1: like a lot of those players. Like, I, like <coughs> I don't. I don't like Marshall Salt, even though he's playing great. I, I'm not a fan of his and the way. He I'm plays. not
0: either. But if he was on my team, I think I'd like him a lot. But like Mark Stone, Jack Eichel. I hate Steve Jack Eichel.
1: Or I mean, I hate Jack I, Eichel.
0: I, I hate know. players that ask out of Buffalo because it's too hard. I fucking can't stand it.
1: Guy didn't sniff the playoffs his entire career after being picked number two. Be better. (laughs) All right, go ahead.
0: Um, More on Toronto. Just to update everyone, 20,469 days. Nice. Since a cup. 7,673 days since winning a second round series, 1,181 days since losing to an AHL Zamboni driver, and four days since being eliminated by the 17th place Florida Panthers. That's per Leaf's last cup on Twitter.
1: It's a great follow. Yeah. Leaf's last cup. They just do shit like this constantly.
0: It's a great follow. Classic. It's a great one. Uh, Florida having a moment. The Heat and Panthers both reached the conference finals in their respective leagues on the same night. Over the last 40 years, there have been 16 instances of NBA and NHL teams from the same metro area reaching the conference finals in the same season, but this was the first time it was clinched on the same day. That's one of those weird days in sports things. I know that we don't you're like bad. mentioning other podcasts, but did you get a chance to listen to Chicklets today? Who was the guest? Uh, Charles Barkley. I did, because it was Charles Barkley. I did, too. He was I goal. know you're going to get mad
1: at me for saying this, but my issue with Chicklets is the amount of advertisements... And the amount of time I hear Mike Grinelli's voice.
0: No, I get that, but I thought Charles Barkley was fucking awesome.
1: He was great. He Absolutely was great.
0: He was so fucking cool in yeah. that. Like, and again, he's really a awesome fan, of him, too. Really a yeah. fan.
1: You could tell the way he was talking about playing. It was
0: cool with him talking about his career, but neither yeah. here nor there. Um, but cool. Good on Florida. Uh, New Jersey Devils center Eric Halla became the first player in Stanley Cup playoff history to be eliminated by the same opponent in three consecutive postseasons while playing for three different teams. Nashville in 2021, Boston in 2022, New Jersey in 2023, all lost to Carolina.
1: They were saying he's a free agent. <laughs> he should just sign with Carolina. though. The are yeah. not yeah. avoid
0: that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, this was nuts. Edmonton, in Vancouver, game four chaos. Petruangelo was suspended for game five versus Edmonton for a slash on Leon Drysital. Not to be outdone, the same game, Darnell Nurse was suspended for game five, automatic for instigating a fight with less than five minutes playing regulation when he went at Nick Hague. Uh, Edmonton head coach Jay Woodcroft was also fined ten thousand dollars. This was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. George Paros, you are a fucking bum, an absolute. Wait, which part was dumb? The fact that uh Petroangelo and Evander are not Evander Cain, Darnell nurse were suspended for the same amount of games during that shit. I understand oh, okay, I understand okay, the yeah, instigator, whatever it's a rule book. There's been times in the past where that happens and they kind of look at it and they're like, Okay, don't worry about it. Yep. Petroangelo went to fucking chop his 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 arm off. Like you see Bryce
1: Idle uh rip his hand away in the handshake line I
0: saw that and then throughout the course of the game there a lot there are a lot of like fake slashes going at him. But in in Petriangelo's
1: defense when they did those fake slashes he was like remember that guy who did the Kobe Bryant he did the Yeah didn't flinch yeah Petrangelo did not flinch. I love Petriangelo's game. I mean that was a little over the line but
0: that's okay. So I I fucking hate him for this, just because I don't have any skin in the game. But if he yeah. was a ranger and he did this, I'd be like, fucking right, dude. You like that's the best player. Like yeah. yeah, exactly, hundred percent. He was doing yeah. what he had to do. But the fact that that was the same amount of games, but that's it's, well, but it's that's not on lunacy. That's dude. not on Petrangelo.
1: That's not on. Vegas, that's not on Edmonton, that's 100% George Paros. On the
0: fucking scumbag piece of shit, George Paros. I can say that louder. Scumbag piece of shit, George Paros. What a fucking loser that guy is. And I don't even like either of these teams. Dude, if that happened against the Rangers, I would go lock myself in his office as, <laughs> as like a strike. What a fucking mutant idiot. Um, more on Vegas when Zach Whitecloud notched a goal on last Monday's game. Three ESPN anchor Josh John Anderson made a comment about Whitecloud's last name. Zach Zach Whitecloud. What kind of name is Whitecloud? Great name if you're a toilet paper. He's a first in, uh, Indigenous player from the Sioux Valley Dakota Nation to play in the NHL. Anderson issued apology the next day and has reached out to Whitecloud. This is why
1: I the fucking NA- the NHL and ESPN is such a horrible fit. Like these guys don't ESPN. I mean, we can we'll we'll get into it as we go forward the the shit show they did on sunday with the coverage of everything but stuff like this shouldn't happen you should
0: know you you know what i mean you should know who the players are i think you should know who the players are but like dude who fucking cares like i don't think his whole
1: family cared okay it's just a stupid thing there was no but it's it was like the the whole jack
0: edwards thing with pat maroon there's no need for it like what are you doing yeah, you can't say anything nowadays. So I, I agree with you with on that one. I don't think there was any. I don't think he was like, oh, I don't think he was like, ooh, he's indigenous. I'm gonna say he's no. I home don't. Home I home. don't think so either. But the fact is,
1: there's there's no need to even. Make fun of someone's name—you don't know. You never know. Do you remember stupid. sticks
0: and stones? Remember growing up, sticks and stones would break my bones. Words never hurt me. We just—we
1: just threw that one right out. The well, door. because back in the day, you just get in a fist fight and it was no problem. Now well, you get yeah, in a fist bring fight. Bring
0: fuck back, dude.
1: And everyone gets—you get arrested for assault. And you got a lawyer's and yeah. Bring Trust me, the back. worst thing I saw in my day was someone grabbed a hockey stick out of the trunk of their car in a fight. That yeah. was like the worst thing. And I remember the guy who did well, it, and I'm not going to mention his name on the podcast.
0: Are you friends <laughs> with him still? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was on my side. He came to help us. So. He was my best man. <laughs> uh More Vegas. After eliminating Edmonton, they came up uh, with the receipts on social media by listing every expert that picked against them. And then they followed up with Jordan and And I took that personally with their logo in place of Jordan's head. It was great. I also saw something where uh, I don't know who it was, but he said, fuck around, they'll find out. And that yeah, was yeah. a shot of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, More Vegas head coach Bruce Cassidy is the first coach in NHL history to notch fifty wins seasons and se- successive seasons with different franchises. And in the last game of the series, Jonathan Marchessault's natural hat trick was the first in franchise history. Pretty bad. He He's a he's a rat of a player, dude. He's he just he goes goes goes. He's always beacon, but he's super skilled. Like yep. again, like I take him on my team. I like I'd I would like take him on him my lot. team.
1: But if I had to pick a guy on Vegas that I don't like, it's him. He he won't he. Th- and listen, you have to be a cocky asshole, right? Yeah. We just talked about that when Elliot was said. Um He he will look off more skilled players to take his shot. It's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? He I, does I that a lot. No, yeah, yeah. It. You got to, right? Yeah. That's
0: like – that's when they said, who who looked off – who looked off Crosby? Was it McDavid? It was Bernard. Oh, it was, I thought it was McDavid.
1: No, McDavid said it about Bedard.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. – <coughs> Built different. Uh, Dallas head coach Pete DeBoer is undefeated in Game 7. going 7-0 on his career. He's also reached conference finals in three of his last four seasons with a new team this year with Dallas and previously with Vegas and New Jersey. So, like, I That's, hate the I fucking mean, guy, but, like, dude, the stats are backing up, but he's bringing well, it. No,
1: I, I wonder with him, he has a system and he goes into teams where he knows his system will work immediately. Right. And then I wonder if either people adjust to his system or the players tire of his message. But every interview you hear with him, he seems like a cool dude.
0: Yeah. He, he, he like be. cracks so jokes good. behind
1: the bench during that horrible, awkward interviews they have to do. You know, oh, I didn't,
0: I don't, it's not on here. Did you see they had Paul Maurice mic'd up? Did we talk about that last week? No, I don't think so. They had Paul Maurice mic'd up on the bench for Florida. And dude, I always kind of wondered what the coach is like behind the bench. Like, I guess in my mind, Gallant just wasn't really that vocal. I mean, I'm not there, so I don't really know, but I figured he just kind of stood there, called out lines. That Paul Maurice, man, is a funny motherfucker. You got to watch that, just hyping everybody. I I did see it.
1: I did see it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Pretty cool. I Um, think,
1: I think it depends on the coach, right? I don't think like, um, I don't think Sutter is cracking jokes behind the bench with the guys. Yeah. But uh, I, I believe that Montgomery. He's got a really good vibe with the players. I don't think yeah. Cassie – I think Cassie's like boy, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think Joe Quenville's going to be like warm and fuzzy. I thought it was fucking cool. I wish they would do that more. Well, there's been some talk, like Marshawn said it, like with, with all the microphones, it's not in the CBA. So there's a whole lot of murkiness there. Yeah. Like I, I don't – it might have been RA has said it, for years. Like I would pay. Oh, easily. I would pay to listen. You know, and if they make it a pay thing and the players know about it and they're getting a piece of that revenue. But the the problem is, is that the NHL is marketing all this, like, uh, mic'd up stuff and they're making money off it and the league's making money off it and the players aren't getting a taste and it's actually the players. So that's yeah. that's the part that's not really kosher, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, I get that. So. Um, the Flyers have announced that Keith Jones has been named the president of Hockey Ops and named Daniel Breer to the position of general manager. The Flyers had announced that their search was narrowed to Jones and Eddie O, but no, Eddie O will continue to make our ears bleed on TV. Uh, this kind of sucks, dude, because I really like Keith Jones as an announcer. I think yeah. he's really good. He's one of the ones that is very kind of always down the middle, Like he, he, at least for me. I never think he's picking one side or the other. To me, he's always been kind of, you know, he says it how it is. Seems like a cool dude to get a beer with. Yeah,
1: I think Keith Jones would be a great guy to hang out with. I think he'd be stories for days, and he's very knowledgeable, very personable. Well, one, uh, the Dave, one
0: thing he said is he he said that he's really going to focus on a blue line. He said that he learned that under I think he said David Poyle uh, or something along those lines. Somebody taught him. He's like, you got to build from the blue line out. So uh, yeah. head on a swivel with with the Flyers coming up here because it seems like that's definitely well, like a, a So he's gonna I do have right. two. I have two for you. So first, Danny Heatley. Uh, ripped someone
1: apart, uh, as he always does, on, on Twitter, who was like, this is ridiculous. He, and he listed, like, all the different things Keith Jones has done in hockey. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, he knows, like, you know, like, if you back in my restaurant days, you want to be a good restaurant manager, you got to work every position in the building to understand yeah. what, you know. And Keith Jones has done that. The thing with the Flyers, and I understand they're bringing back, like, the Bobby Clark, Hextall, Briere keith jones maybe get someone who has a track record of success in hockey and i'm not i'm not knocking jones and briere but <coughs> put a lot of ba-
0: eggs in a basket where you don't really know the best
1: yeah and it, i mean listen I, as much as i want philly to be good i don't want it to be that good because it's still yeah. fucking philly yeah but it's like i don't I don't know, whatever. What the fuck do I know, right? Where you and I are fucking talking to each other on a podcast. So, but I just feel like it's not, there's no proven track record, but you got to establish a track record somewhere. But I feel like they must have AHL coaches that maybe, you know, and, and torts the stupidest fucking article torch was like, Oh, I'm excited to work with him. What's he fucking supposed to say when you stuff a microphone in his face? Yeah. What's he going to say? Oh, I think Keith Jones, is a donkey and Briere's in over his head. He's never going to say, it. I mean, it's just so dumb. Like I was mad at myself for clicking on it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can but- you, uh, when we do heroes and zeros, can you remind me of a mic'd up moment? Be like, had mic'd up moment, zero mic'd up moment. Can you remember? Remind me of that? I'm going to write it.
1: See, this is what you make fun of me for having paper, but here I go. Um, and- Ottawa
0: Senators, Ryan Reynolds, is out on the sends. The actor and his bidding partner, the Remington Group, had bowed out of the bidding process by not making their bid available by the deadline. The group asked GSP, the New York-based bank, running the process to give them an exclusive window to negotiate with National Capital Commission the city of Ottawa to get a deal in place for a new rink. The group was hoping for a 30-day exclusive negotiating window, but NHL officials got the sense that it didn't include a guarantee that they buy the team, so denied.
1: Yeah, it sounded like, if you read between the lines, that the Ryan Reynolds Group was looking to purchase the uh Land and the stadium, and not the team so much. The team yeah. became like an ancillary, and the NHL was like, "No, listen." After listening to his interview, I want Snoop Dogg to win this.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I, I would. Cool. Gonna have right up, him. Now that he's out, I'd much rather have Snoop Dogg. I'm
1: gonna message him from all the TMS accounts to be like, "Hey, man, come on the podcast."
0: <laughs> It'd be pretty fucking cool. I bet. I bet he'll end up going if they end up getting that. He'll go on a hockey podcast and shit. And that'll be oh, yeah. yeah. two stuff. Um. Star champion bloodlines. Joe Aginla, the youngest son of Hockey yeah. Hall of Fame Jerome, has been selected 12th overall by the Edmonton Oil Kings in the WHL draft. The schedule hasn't been released yet, but the Oil Kings will face off against the Seattle Thunderbirds at some point, where Joe will square off against his older brother Tiege. I think so. Sister Jade, however, is still getting it done at Brown University, which just finished up her freshman year, earning ECAC co-rookie of the year, as well as team MVP awards. The four total 17 goals, 16 assists, and 23 points in 29 games played with four pims. Um Stug. Where it? He... all of them? Jerome played for Kalamazoo, though, right? No, he played for the Wheat Kings. Who,
1: Jerome? Jerome? Yeah, no, the uh Camloob Blazers.
0: Camloob Blazers. Okay, yeah. well, we're we're gonna have to get you uh his kid's bobblehead.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we all we'll of them lined up. <laughs> um, I'm cool. tempted just to go to a Brown game and be like, "Hi, I'm a big fan of your dad's."
0: You should. Why That's the fuck so not? Creepy. That'd be kind of no. Well, he'll probably be there.
1: You know, so I was like, <laughs> it's a creepier."
0: <laughs> uh, moms are the best. This is cool. Every year on May thirteenth, Joanne Bougard publishes an obituary for her son in the Regina paper. It's updated with news and personal items, and how she can imagine what he's up to. Sad, sad story. Of the boogeyman, one yeah. tough motherfucker.
1: And good on her for keeping his memory alive. It was really like it gets you emotional when you read it because she was like, "You'd be a great uncle," you know. I can imagine right. you with kids. It's it's sad, but it's good, you know memory alive
0: all right we're gonna go to the playoffs we're just gonna give you some quick updates i mean we we got the final four uh let's see here so florida beat toronto in five games uh they ended up winning in overtime in game five
1: hold on i'm uh, getting my notes because i have some notes on my phone all right Ma-
0: matthews led the leafs and goals with five marner had 11 assists 14 points uh and then as we kind of cruise down here uh brandon monitor six goals Maddie Kachuk, eleven assists, sixteen points. Lebowski with the nine eighteen save percentage. They were fucked when they went down three nothing. They weren't going to battle back from that. No. I mean, there's only I think there's only three teams in NHL history that have done that. Um,
1: yeah, actually, one of them was Toronto a long time ago.
0: Yeah, and there's some interesting things that came from this. Uh, it, they, so first they off, like the biggest one that was not a goal. The what one? It was not a goal. It was in it. It was in the fucking net. It was
1: after the whistle. I'll listen. I, I watched that game and I heard the fucking whistle.
0: All right. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure refs can be like it was I think the refs can still call that a goal.
1: But the ref heard the whistle. And then every you see everybody visibly realize. It sh-
0: okay, it should have been a goal. It wasn't. It wasn't. It should have been. Um very interesting player exit uh interviews. Sounds like Matthews wants to stay, Marners wants to stay, Riley wants to stay. So this Dubas is- said, like, hey, listen, I, if they want me back, cool. If not, I'm not going to go jump ship immediately. It's got to be a decision between me and my family. He kind of grew on me with that because Who? I think uh, Dubas, I think oh. I, I think he's a, a nerd, and I, I think he definitely was in over his head. But it, by all accounts, seems like a pretty good dude. Like the fact that he was, like, Beacon, the, the Lightning fans, I thought that was hilarious. We like, say this out. all the time.
1: They're all probably like, – like that was the thing. I got annoyed listening to that Jordan Martinook interview because I'm like, ah, oh, he seems like a good dude. Yeah. I want to not like him. And yeah. I'm sure these guys are all great guys. But you we both talked about listening to the Charles Barkley interview. They said it. You got all these guys making 10 million plus. You it's at what point do you got to do what's best for the team? Yeah. The whole Sidney Crosby thing. If I take less, we all make more. Yeah. And if you're going to be Everybody talks team, team, team. All the commercials from the NHL. There's no we, right? It's all we got to do. I mean, it's no I. It's all we, we, we.
0: I mean, you kind of nailed that, dude. If you think about it, they're all I, I, I. Yeah, all of them.
1: Yeah. And the other thing, like Marchand, the Bruins get eliminated. Marchand is crying on the ice, yeah. right? Bergeron, you could see the emotion. Uh, the Nate McKinnon thing from last year, when he's like, "I'm fucking tired of this," right on, right on. I think it was the major what was it major network, right? It was yeah. the, the conference finals. These guys are like, uh, uh, yeah. And I get it. Talking to media probably sucks, but fuck off. You're making millions of dollars. Here's the thing, right? You're working in marketing. I'm working in, in the trades. We're working as a postal carrier. You're working as a doctor. These guys are playing hockey. I understand you're working, but you're playing a fucking child's game for your job. Like Charles Barkley said in an interview, he never had to work a day in his life. Yeah. So you know what? Do the right fucking thing. Show some emotion. Take a little let. Like you think if you – so if you go eight years at eight versus eight years at ten, is that going to make a difference to your grandkids' grandkids? No. <laughs> so
0: and, you know, if get every, and if you get everybody to do it, think about it. You're going to get another fucking $8 million player.
1: That was that was the whole Pittsburgh method under with Crosby there, and the Bruins did it to a degree as well. That no one was going to be paid more than Bergeron, you know. Yeah. And
0: now Posnok, pa, we'll see what happens. I mean, Posnok pa- does seem kind of like an I.I.I. I, I guy. Um,
1: we'll see. Not as bad as these guys, though.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: and that's the, kind guy of a... talk, the guy they're talking about moving. Right, the guy that everybody everybody talks about how you can't move Matthews, you yeah. can't move Marner, you can't move Tavares. Everybody talks about Nylander. Neilander played the best. Yeah, out of all of them for sure. hundred percent big giant head screening the goalie.
0: Um Matthew Kachuk saying, Hey, listen, like they kept saying we couldn't do it and we ended up yeah. doing it. I don't hear anybody saying we want Florida now.
1: Great. Fucking I, great. I think there's, said something too. I
0: think there's some magic in that team, dude. I think Matthew Kachuk we should start calling them magic, dude. Like, you spoiler just,
1: alert, they're going to be my suggestion at bandwagon. I'm all in on the Panthers. Yeah. So,
0: do you have anything else? Not on that series. Nope. All right. So, moving on uh, Devils Hurricanes. <laughs> I couldn't have been more right if I tried. I missed, I, I was I was wrong by one game. Sorry. Uh, the Devils are frauds. I told you this from fucking day one. You want to know how I knew that? Because the Rangers are the biggest frauds of them all. And the <laughs> fact that you beat them, and now you're walking around with Jack Hughes. Oh, he lost a tooth. He's really fucking cool. <laughs> Where'd Trevor Brack go? Where the fuck did that – Talk about playing yourself out of significant amount of money.
1: Unfortunately for Bad. him. Yeah.
0: Bad. Um, here's the thing, though. I mean, Jack Hughes is a hell of a player. He's going to have a fucking really long, unreal career in the NHL. So if I'm the Devils fan – I'm happy about that. At I least. think the future's
1: bright for the Devils for sure. The, Hamilton, Luke Hughes, sure. Luke Hughes came in and didn't look out of place at
0: all. Dougie Hamilton, I think, has a decently long contract. And, like, I don't think he performed that unreal in the playoffs. But, I mean, at least it's you have a, a top two guy. defenseman. I know he's weird, but at least you have a top two defenseman. Nico Hescher, yep. I thought he played well. I think they might have locked, locked out because I don't think they've re-signed Timo Meyer, right?
1: No, I don't think so. And
0: Timo Meyer did not do shit in the playoffs. Oh. Not at all. What Not what he was supposed to Jesper Bratt didn't do shit in the playoffs. Yeah. Our, our boy over at uh, Cody at World Hockey Report, he brought it up. He's like, the, the Devils have three players, Hughes, Heisher, and Jesper Bratt, and they're all like 5'10", 170 pounds. You aren't going to win shit with that. Well, yeah. maybe you're right.
1: Well, Luke Hughes is like 6'3 and 170 pounds. So I mean, they got
0: dominated start to finish. You knew that was – I knew that was going to happen. Like everybody was acting like the the Rangers. Dude, the Rangers played like fucking dog shit. It's not like the Rangers were playing their best game and the Devils were well, – the, the, the Rangers, Rangers – what the off. Rangers
1: did is they had a lot of unforced turnovers, which the Devils yeah, – terrible. About. What the Rangers
0: did is they didn't have their fucking leaders come and play. They, they weren't pricks. They were little fucking soy boys. That's what the Rangers did. They didn't move their feet. They didn't get pucks deep. The one thing that I've noticed, and thank God the Rangers didn't move on, because they would have gone so skull-fucked this series by any of those any of the teams mm-hmm. that were in this series. Uh, What's this, the quarter semis, semifinals? Eastern Conference semis and Western Conference semis, because now it's going to be...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I thought you meant the Rangers
0: would have gotten bent over and ringed by any of those teams. Dude, I was watching that Kraken fucking Dallas game last night. Holy fuck, we would have been screwed. And I'm talking with a couple of my Rangers buddies. I'm like, thank God, because (laughs) wouldn't it have been good? Um, Although, you make the argument, though,
1: if you get to that situation and you get lit the fuck up, maybe that brings across seismic changes in the orbit. We
0: got fucking Mm -hmm. killed by the Devils. There better be seismic changes. I mean, Gerard Gallant's already gone. I bet you. I think there's going to be a fucking real big change on the horizon for the Rangers. Can I, can I can I make a uh, a prediction? And this sure. is this probably is not going to happen. But if I was the Rangers, this is something I would do. I would bring in Ryan O'Reilly, and I wouldn't even think fucking twice about it. A centerman who can win faceoffs, who puts his fucking nutsack on the like, dude. That's who I would go out and get. A leader, a forward dude. leader f- for your kids instead of Chris Kreider and Mika Zibanejad fucking from making out on each other.
1: What'd you say? Where's O'Reilly from originally? Do you
0: know? He's from Canada. I bet he's going to end up going back to St. Louis. But, like, that that's the type of player that the Rangers need. They need a fucking leader. They need a forward who's a leader. They can't be watching – they can't go into the hotel the day before a game and watch Chris Kreider play the piano in the lobby. You're not going to fucking win anything with Chris Kreider <laughs> playing the piano jumping out of pools. You're not going to do it. Mika Zibanejad fucking crying looking at pictures of him and crying fuck you dude and like uh, sorry this this is <laughs> woo. This so is
1: last terrible. night we're 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 at fear league and all the guys are like hey what's up sad boys and i'm yeah. like oh you guys you guys listen huh well rebounds yeah. out now too
0: <laughs> yeah so um i mean the hurricanes played really well they beat the devils 5-1 6-1 then they lost 8-4 and then they beat them 6-1 again again and then 3-2 in overtime um yeah i mean they they got, they got got and I'm not at all surprised by that at all. Well, the right thing about Carolina, and this is, like, this is why Carolina is not going to beat Florida. And this is going to sound crazy because Florida's goaltending has been shaky. But they keep putting Bobrovsky in. And he keeps figuring it out. I don't Carolina, think, it's think it's been shaky. Bobrovsky's old. Bobrovsky, since Bobrovsky came in, he's been lights out, too. I
1: know, but you trust him? No, he's going to have a boob game instead of a bob game. Right? 100%. But. I
0: think, but I would take Bobrovsky over either of the Carolina goalies. I and agree. I think that in a landslide. I agree. Although I've been wrong about every goalie so far. So <laughs> it, it, it could go a couple different ways. But I mean, I just, I don't see Matthew Chuck is going to make Sebastian Ajo's life a fucking living hell, dude. Like, that's what I
1: was. Well, I mean, we'll get to this when we do the preview part. But the, uh, if Jack Hughes got under ajo skin, yeah. What is Matthew Kachuk?
0: Matthew Kachuk's gonna drive him nuts. Yeah.
1: So, but the thing Carolina has going for it is all their defensemen are fucking gigantic, and they move. Yeah,
0: they move real well. Um, do you have anything else on on the Devils and the Hurricanes? Sorry, Boother. Boother, shout out to Boother who fucking blocked his ass off. Uh yeah. He willed the Devils to. Uh, uh I would say
1: that eight to four Devils win was thanks to Boother.
0: I would say the him putting out that blog when the Rangers were up anxious to nothing was to Booth there. But <laughs> like, here's the thing, the Rangers were up to nothing, but they hadn't they like they hadn't played good enough hockey. They, I think the devils kind of needed to adjust to playoff hockey. I think it kind of took them a yeah. couple games where it's yeah. like, okay, and then once they fucking figured it out, it was over. Yep. Oh. But um that's what I have for this one. You good with that one? Yep. All right, moving on. Uh stars. Kraken Unreal Game Seven, dude. This unreal series. Unreal series. Yeah, this cracking team, man. They're a fucking team. They just come in waves over and over. And, and everybody's over and bought over. in. Everyone
1: on that top to bottom roster. You talk about following your leader. Yeah. Is Yanni Gord not the
0: best guy for that fucking Yanni Gordon and I would say Philip Grubauer to an extent? Too. Oh, yeah, he the goalie. Right. Of course. Kick, man. He yeah. kicked his heart out. And then not to be out I mean, Jake Andre played great. That rope hints, dude, man.
1: Hiskinen. Hiskinen's playing like 30 minutes a game, right?
0: They're just, they're Finnish, and thank God they got the good fins. Jamie
1: Ben, Jamie Ben, every once in a while. Fucking, put
0: in four yeah. goals, whatever. Tyler Sagan's still there. They're doing it without Robertson scoring.
1: Huh? They're doing it without Robertson scoring. Yeah, I don't know if he's hurt. His game doesn't look right, but uh, Sagan, talk about reinventing himself. He was such a flyweight. Like floater on the Bruins Cup team in 2011, and he has transformed himself into a 200 foot player. Could not be more happy for the kid. Well, not a kid anymore, but years ago, Brownie. Yeah, I know. But when, but there were games. There were games that he like. They scratched him for Sean Thornton because he was, you know what I mean, in that run. He would curl away from contact. He's a fucking beast now. Very glad to see him because you know, I mean. You know, you don't want to see someone with all that God-given talent just be a floater in the NHL. You know what I mean? Yeah, he made probably. himself into a very, very good player. And um, uh, Seattle, back to Seattle, and talking about another kid, uh, Ryan Donato. I saw more jam out of Ryan Donato in seven games versus Dallas than I did his entire time on the Bruins roster. See, so good for him.
0: I still didn't even notice him.
1: But he was, but he's in there, and he's mixing it up. He's playing third-line he, minutes. I he's think of him as like a poor man's Jimmy Vesey. Yeah, but what did right. what did Jimmy VC do? He reinvented, yeah, reinvented it, him. and so you got to give kudos to the Donato for doing the same thing. I
0: love Tanev; he, yep. I can watch that guy fucking play hockey all the time. Yeah, Jordan um, Eberle, oh my gosh, that guy just scores big goals. That oh, was a really so really cool good. series. A series I don't think any of us really thought was going to be that sick. Ended up being really really fucking cool.
1: That might have been. I mean, we'll talk about the next one, but I would say this is the second was the second best series of the second round.
0: Um I also I also think think the hockey gods remember shit, dude. That's right, buddy. Um, and our last series.
1: Oh, and um, and, and my old my uh my old friend Colin Miller still getting it done for Dallas. Still
0: there, Yep. Um uh, the Golden Knights defeated the Edmonton Oilers 4 2. This series was crazy. There was this, so- I think,
1: was the best series of the second round.
0: Personally. Yeah. Uh I think in terms of storylines, yeah, but in terms of you if Storylines, yes, but in terms of just turning on hockey and watching hockey, I think I would have picked the crack in Dallas.
1: I agree. I agree with that statement. But I'm just saying, for us
0: that know hockey and watch hockey, with Well, the there's so boy. much shit going on. Evander Kane yeah. fucking, it, like, dude, yeah, Petrangelo, yeah. Yeah. uh Darnell Nurse. I mean, they, they were...
1: And then every they, once in a while, McDavid was like, oh yeah, I'm better than everybody. Give me yeah, the puck.
0: It, isn't it weird how we... It's the same song and dance every single year. And every single year the Oilers come out and they sign some fucking scrub goalie and they're like, yeah, you know, this is our, this is going to be
1: for five years.
0: Every fucking year, dude, this is what it comes down to. Like, I don't think you need to have a top, top goalie, but you need to stop putting in fucking bullpen catchers as your goalie. Like you need to
1: stop. They may have found something with Stuart Skinner going forward. You don't think so?
0: See you the fuck later, dude. Not a shot. I would we need not. a fucking goalie, dude. Well, at this point, right? Okay. Saras, like, they need a fucking
1: goalie. I, we should have asked Kenton to say... Bring back we Mike expecting. Smith.
0: Mike Smith would have had better success than those yeah. two fucking guys. And anyway, it would have right. been way more fun to watch.
1: Let me ask you about the coach.
0: I don't really know. I mean, it's. He's coaching with what he has, dude. He has Connor McDade and Leon Dreisaitl. I did see a point. Somebody said that, like, Eichel and Stone and those guys are playing 17, 18 minutes a night, and then you look at McDavid and settle and they're close to, like, 27. And it's because like, he doesn't
1: have anybody else. And
0: they're getting burnt out.
1: Or is it that he doesn't trust anybody else, and he's, just relying, he's just relying on his superstar?
0: Like, I think that's more on the GM than it is the coach. coach is playing the players that he needs to but, play to fucking win. But does the but – all right, so
1: the point that they were making was if you have – Dri and McDavid out there for 27 28 minutes. Your third line players are playing six or eight minutes. Yeah, they're stuck because the GM. But are they stuck? Yeah, Are they are they though? Because if you give them more minutes, are they gonna perform? You know what I mean? It's 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 they're not they're
0: not because they're ball sacked, they're not good. That's what I think that's that's what it kind of comes down to. I just I think they have McDavid, Dri then there's a huge. I mean, Ryan Nugent Hawkins too. Obviously, Evander Kane. Whatever. Like you have. Hundred points.
1: Nugent have, this year. Who? Nugent Hawkins had 100 points this year.
0: That's what I'm saying. So I mean, there's four out of you the. Know, top I think like forwards.
1: I think like 15 or 18 were empty net goals. Remember?
0: Yeah, I mean, but still, it's four out of your top six players. Pretty fucking good. Four out of your top six, right? And then after that, yeah. you have Yamamoto. Kyler Yamoto's fucking striking fear into you, Brownie. That guy's a fucking liability and a half. And then the rest of them, they have just diving all over the place, dude. It, it's fucking, it's, but like. They, they don't have, have, what
1: they don't have is they don't have those guys.
0: They well, don't have Ryan that, O'Reilly or a poor man's Ryan O'Reilly. Like they don't.
1: Zach Hyman played his fucking oh, I mean, bag off.
0: I Hyman, Hyman up there too. So they're okay. So that's five out of your top six yeah, players. Fogel,
1: I thought Fogle had a good series. I'm looking at the roster to remind me now.
0: I just, I think that there's a gigantic drop-off from four. No, you're right, there is. What they don't have is they don't
1: have, like, that third line, like, that can go out and bang bodies and eat minutes and let them.
0: Have you noticed, like, I feel like back in the day, your first two lines were like, okay, first line, score. Second line, put the puck in the net. And then the third line was like, we're going to put you guys out against the other team's best line. And then your fourth line was an energy line. Do we see that anywhere anymore? Like, do you, no, do you know of a shutdown? The only shutdown player I can kind of think of would be like Jordan Stahl on Carolina. That's a guy that you are going to put out against the other team's best forward. You're going to try to shut him down, and he's going to play his role. I mean, didn't you mention last week he was on the – he was, had no points when he was on the yeah. ice or some shit like that? Why don't we see more of that? Like, why why are all these teams like, oh, a, everyone needs it's to support
1: It's hard work, and not everybody wants to do it, number one. Number two, you don't get signed for that. You get signed for scoring goals.
0: See, I don't, I, then I, I think like,
1: it's what you're taught in juniors coming up. You're not taught to play like Jordan Stahl or Patrice Bergeron or Crosby, no. the defensive side. You, it's not what you're taught to do.
0: And the, dude, the Rangers are kind of fucked in that sense too, because their third line is kid line. Like, yeah. you're going to tell your Although, kids to come out I there think, and fucking the back check.
1: I think Lafreniere has that in him. I think I, I saw that in him the games I watched. I thought he was a motherfucker on the back check some nights.
0: I would not be shocked if one of Lafreniere, Capo is an Ranger come next season.
1: And yet again, somehow in this series, you brought it back to the Rangers.
0: Well, I'm just I'm talking about that that third line, dude. Like well, all right, so
1: look at Seattle. Look at Seattle. Maddie Beniers. Okay, is
0: right. well, he third line or second line?
1: No, but he backchecks like a motherfucker. He okay. plays all yeah, 400 yeah, yeah. feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but- there are young players that do it. It's just, I think it's in the right environment, and McDavid is a beast on the back check too. So Drysdale kills penalties. So maybe it's the GM.
0: Maybe you know. I just don't know why teams aren't constructed that way anymore. That's well, McDavid and Drysdale are both making over ten million, aren't they? No, I get that. I just where
1: the where's the third line loving in the NHL? Well, there's not. If you don't, if you all your money is. Made up in the top six, you don't have money for the other stuff. And Nurse, I mean, listen, I like Nurse's game, but he's making nine million. Oh, yeah. You know, is, is he a nine million? I think there?
0: I think his contract's right up there with Troop is in terms of like, uh oh, yeah. At least Trouba'll fucking kill somebody. But, well,
1: Nurse will, but he got suspended for it.
0: <laughs> that's kind of what we have. Do you have anything else here? I mean, Jack Eichel, nope. six goals, eight assists, fourteen points. He leads Vegas. Aiden Hill, nine thirty-four save percentage, coming now out you. of nowhere. Dry 13 goals, McDavid had 20 points. I mean, they're yeah, but Dry
1: didn't do anything the last two.
0: No, I mean, do you remember early in the playoffs? It was like the last 14 goals that were scored by Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Dry was on the ice or some fucking crazy. you I could like say that.
1: that the reason he got shut down was Mark Stone's feeling good too. Yeah, you talk about another guy,
0: shut who, down guy, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's-
1: but you have to you have to embrace that role. It's fucking hard work, man. Defense is harder than offense. Yeah, but I mean, fun. you go to every fucking beer league game across the United States and Canada. Everybody bust ass up the ice. Not everybody bust ass. back if I was
0: if I was on the Leafs, I would have been like Ryan O'Reilly. That's what you're doing. You're shutting down the other team. But they had well, them kind of in like a goal scoring like because no one else was scoring. The core four guys. didn't do dick. It's on those guys. Yeah, it's 100 percent on those guys. All right, so that's what we have for the series. Yep. We're just going to make our predictions right now. Sure. Let me
1: get a blank piece of paper. All oh, right. boy. So we got Vegas and Dallas. Dallas.
0: Yeah.
1: And we got uh, Florida and Carolina. Okay. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first?
0: Florida and six.
1: Okay. I'm saying Florida and seven, just because I think this one's going to be, I think this series is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. I really do.
0: It's going to be fun to fucking watch. And then yeah. the other the other one, so I had Dallas all day in my head. So I'm like, I keep picking against them. They keep winning until we talked about it. And we talked about that, how if you're a fan of a team who's going to a game seven, you should probably be at home on the couch.
1: <laughs> so you're going Vegas because of Fink.
0: I'm going Vegas specifically because of Fink.
1: How many games?
0: Either five or six. You surprise
1: me. I'll say six. All
0: right.
1: So I'm going Vegas and seven, and the reason I'm I'm saying seven is because I think there's going to be at least one game that Pavelski takes over, and I believe that Jamie Ben is going to motherfuck everybody in that locker room for another game. So that's going to push the series a little longer. And I think Jake Ottinger is a difference maker. But here's the thing that I can't get out of my head in terms of Vegas. One, I think these are two great coaches, right? But I think uh, I think Cassidy and the players – not Cassidy, more of the players are going to want to stick it to DeBurr a little bit on Vegas. Number two, I think that Vegas just sat, shut down two of the top five players in the NHL. Yeah. The Dallas Stars are not top five players in the NHL. So that's why I got Vegas. I think they
0: got one who's up there.
1: At we'll least in the playoffs, be that Robey hints can be hints, but he's one guy, he's one guy, and I think that Vegas's defense is significantly better than Seattle's. Yeah, so there you go. If you know, no, I'll give you that. So that's that's my prediction, Fink. It's got nothing to do with you. I was still disappointed in you, but I got nothing. I think to do
0: mine it. has everything to do with you. <laughs> you made this happen. <laughs> All right, so that's kind of what we have for that. As we kind of scroll down here a little bit, let's just see what we got. We already did all that shit, all that shit, all that shit. Semifinals, we kind of went over that. All right, so it's time to dump and change. Go, buddy.
1: All right. So the San Diego Padres released a dog calendar to raise funds for an animal rescue which featured players posing with their dogs. Except for the month of August which shows outfielder Juan Soto at a local pet store posing in front of fish tanks as he has severe pet allergies, which I think is just hilarious. Instead of saying I don't want to do it, he went to the pet store. That was great. Yeah. Uh so we're talking about uh Ryan Reynolds as an owner. Could he be one of the best owners in sports? I don't know if you saw this story. So the Wrexham Football Club that he owns with Rob McElhinney, they won promotion or they attained promotion. And they were treated to the standard parade and the rally and all that shit. But then Reynolds and McElhinney flew the entire team to Vegas for four days with a fully planned itinerary and the instructions to leave your credit cards home all four days on the owners.
0: So fucking sick, dude.
1: That is pretty sick. you know. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't even know if you know this was going on. The Arlington Renegades are your 2023 XFL champs where they beat the D.C. Defenders. I would talk about it more, but uh we've tried to get the Rocks Energy Company to advertise on the podcast, and he will not, so that's all you Dude, get.
0: I could not care any less about that. No, I know. Are there people in the world that care about that?
1: Yeah, there's a pretty good amount of people go to the games. That's wild to me. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, Boston Boston Celtics Jason Tatum recorded 51 points in uh, Game Seven versus the Philadelphia 76ers, which was the most in NBA history. As he and his middle school buddy are having a pretty good spring. You know who he went to middle school with?
0: Mattia Kachuk.
1: Mattia Kachuk. Uh, the worst owner in sports. Longtime Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder is finally out. The allegations against him over the years would be comical if not true. He invited donors to watch the cheerleaders' photo shoots, unbeknownst to the cheerleaders. Uh, the stadium at one point was spewing raw sewage on the fans and then hostile work environment in the offices all of this. Allegedly, uh, the team has been sold to a group headlined by Josh Harris, who is the corner co-owner of the 76ers and the devils uh, for 6.05 billion with a B and includes the stadium and the teams practice facilities. Magic Johnson is uh, part of the group. Cool. So listen, longtime Washington fans, my buddy, Jimbo Jimmy JR he's been a long suffering fan of the Washington Commanders when, he, back to when they were the Redskins. Uh today is Wee man Jason Acuña today is his birthday he turns 50 today. Happy Wee man happy birthday buddy. Uh this was a great story. Indianapolis Colts rookie uh Anthony Richardson is turning heads for his off the field character in a good way. The quarterback was at the rookie orientation program last week and when the rest of his fellow rookies took off after dinner, he stayed behind and was cleaning up before hotel staff got started cleaning in the ballroom. Troy Vincent, the executive vice president of the NFL, approached Richardson and told him he didn't need to clean up, and Richardson replied, We left this room in unacceptable condition, and it's not right for us to expect the staff to clean it all up. Vincent told Richardson he could take off, and the young, cute quarterback replied, no, it's all right. I'd like to stay and help. And he did until the room was cleaned up entirely. And he was the last person working along with the workers on the shift. Happy Mother's Day, Mrs. Richardson. You raised a good kid.
0: I wish that, like, the story didn't come out right now. And we heard about it a few years from now by somebody who was, like, one of his teammates, like, yeah, I have a really cool story about him. Like, oh, they're, yeah, they're I can see much, you saying. Like, way too much. Like, you think, he's, you think this kid said we left this room in an unacceptable condition?
1: You think? Yeah, maybe.
0: Well, listen. I'll take.
1: I'll take a story like this. Over. No, the it's idiot. still
0: really cool. But I think it would have been cooler if I, we heard about this like three years from now. By. Like, yeah, you know, I agree with like, you. Like, That's like, fair. But like, this. It seems like What's
1: cool. the basketball guy who can't stop flashing guns everywhere? Oh this idiot. I mean, um, so I'd much I'm rather hear this dumb, story. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And lastly, Shooter McGavin, uh, Christopher McDonald is the actor. He's come up with a counter to the live tour, the Saudi Golf League. With the, this is called. I forget what he called it. This is the rules, though, that he suggested. No dress code. Alcohol can be consumed during play. Fans can make noise at all times. Any out-of-bounds shots results in the loss of one club. Double bogeys or worse results in the golfer having a shotgun of beer and John Daly is the commissioner. I would go watch that.
0: I think it'd be pretty cool. The Making yeah. noise at all times would be, like, fucking so annoying, but... I think it's kind of neat. Well, I
1: think I think that would be for the first week of it, and then it would be the end. You know what I mean? So there you go. I,
0: don't, I don't really have any Rangers. They're dead to me. What do you have for the bees? Uh,
1: my brewing stuff is nothing to, on ice. Uh, Zidane Ochara, after he did the marathon in April, he took on the Ultra Wahoopa Trail 50K race, and he completed it. So he got to tell that
0: guy that. just to chill the fuck out, dude. Do
1: you know what he used to... I'm looking up. I should have done this before to see what 50 kilometers translates to.
0: It's it's 10 times a 5K. So it's 10 times, like, was it, 3.2 miles?
1: 50 kilometer to miles. 31.069. That's pretty good. Go. Idea. Pretty good. So he used to train in the summers. He would go ride the Tour de France. The course. He would go ride that not crazy? Yeah. Imagine how big his bike was. Uh, Johnny Busick, old, a long time Bruin uh, with the organization, uh, almost 66 years. So apparently he's done everything. Played, coach, scout, travel, manager, all that. So the only thing he hadn't done was he didn't clean the ice on a Zamboni. So they gave Chief the chance last week ahead of his 88th birthday. They spun him around on a Zamboni and let him drive. So good on him. Good on you. So and then Northeastern, uh, Meg Carter. We talked about her name and captain said it was one of my greatest honors and privileges to be recognized by my teammates, coaches and support staff uh, leader of our team alongside Noel Phillips and Marone. I look back on the great leadership that has come through this program and Alina, Brooke Hobson, Paige Capistran, Brittany Bolgowski, Kendall Coyne, Schofield and more. And I'll strive to carry on the culture they have built over the years. I'm extremely grateful for this opportunity and couldn't be more proud to represent this amazing group. She's going to be great. She's going to be, she made Team Canada. I had an awkward conversation with her dad in the bathroom. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, Gwyneth Phillips, goalie Gwyneth Phillips, earned an invite to the USA Hockey National Goaltending Camp. You think? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, geez. Somewhere it, that
0: fucking donkey's like, she should have been involved. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: Nicole Haas, whatever her name is. Uh, so this one, this was this story made me so happy. So reunited, and it feels so good. Alina Mueller and Chloe Aroard, friends of the podcast, are staying in Boston. The international stars have each signed on with the Boston Pride on the PHF on one-year deals. They joined Lauren Kelly and McKenna Brand as former Huskies on the squad. Uh, from Alina, Boston is my second home. After five years as a Husky, I was not ready to leave yet. I cannot wait to start my professional career playing for the Pride. Super excited to represent Boston alongside some of the best players in the world and help the organization win more championships. I'm very proud that I can make my dream a reality. None of this would be possible without the people behind me, especially my family. Go Pride. And then Chloe, Northeastern has been my home in Boston for the past five years, and I am not ready to leave just yet. I don't see myself anywhere else right now, but this city, I'm very excited to be a part of the Boston Pride organization, and I can't wait to get started. Setter Road, I would like to thank my family and friends who have supported me throughout my entire hockey career and help me achieve my dreams on a um my dream, sorry, on a personal note. So I came home when I saw the news about Alina. I told my daughter, I go, Hey, Alina's not leaving. She's signed with the Boston Pride. Then I explained what the Pride was to show the logo and everything. And she's like, Can we go to some games? And I'm like, sure, we can go to a game, you know, absolutely. The very next day, Chloe's news came out. So I came home and I go, Oh my gosh, Chloe signed with the Pride too. And Riley goes, can we go to all the games? uh... So I messaged both of them and let them know, like, congrats. And then the second day is when I told Chloe, I'm like, my daughter says, now we're going to go to all the games. And they both were so gracious. Like, can't wait to see you at the games. We'll make sure to say hi to your daughter. They're such good kids. And when we posted this on um, our Twitter for the morning skate, uh, the head coach of the pride uh, gave it a like and everything. So I think we should reach out. Paul Mara, if you're listening, your former Ranger, former Bruin. Oh no shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Love to have him on the podcast. Dude, talk about a, your a, playing career. A, talk a, about a son of a bitch. Yeah, is. yeah. Talk about his playing career. Talk about transitioning to coaching, the women's game. I think it'd be interesting. I'm gonna try to reach out to him.
0: That's a good idea, Brownie. Yeah. So there you go. All right. That's what we have there. Beer League up I, I Hockey's over for me. Uh just Oh, you're, lot, done
1: with, you're done with beer league?
0: Just a lot of fucking softball. I think you should be able right to now. talk about your softball and beer league. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. fucking... God, I got a fucking sore arm playing in the tournament coming up this week. Man, I'm getting fucking old. Shortstop? Um, playing shortstop? Uh, t- today I played first because I can't throw a ball. Like, I literally physically can't throw a ball. So I'm hoping by the weekend I feel better. I wish I had some heat to put on there. Um Maybe I should turn on a...
1: Well, I was going to talk about beer at beer league. We had some fans in the rink last night and they look kind of
0: cold. They look kind of cold. Maybe we they got to hit them with some of that heated core.
1: So, when you're at the rink or at the softball field with a little chill in the air, uh, there's a product called Heated Core, heatedcore.com with a promo code skate 15 You can see it right up above us there. Yeah. We are the presenting sponsor of the morning skate. Uh, it's a heated base layer system, very light slim. It's not slimming. It's slim. And because it's a base layer, it's next to your skin. It's almost instantaneous heat. And the battery pack for this lasts up to six hours. And I don't know if we mentioned this before in reviewing my notes. <laughs> Do you know you can also charge up your phone off the battery? Just in case. Oh, that's kind of yeah. nice. Dude, that this is, nice. is
0: like perfect for hunting. Obviously for hockey too, but when hunting, it's fucking the shit, fly uh, fishing. fishing, dude. Yeah.
1: Fuck, anything. yeah. Um... And because it's a base layer, I think we said that it heats up almost uh, instantaneously. And with carbon fiber heating elements, it heats quickly and it's extra durable. Hashtag outlast your adventure. Go on heatedcore.com. Use hey, our core. morning skate. Yeah. Use our promo code morningscape 15 to save yourself 15, 15%, 15%. 15 on what? On
0: what? Heated core. Heated core. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, a, like, uh... like, oh, I, I said it, right? I said it
1: um so last night i had a beer league game and uh we uh we walloped them but i think it was like six or seven nothing uh we put i think the final number was like 57 shots on this kid he was a very good goalie yeah very good goalie but uh, you know i got the gwg myself there
0: in a thirteen to one game, congratulations! Uh, it was a
1: shutout, and I was blocking. Shots. I was laying out. Once I realized, I was like, "Wait a minute! I have the game winning goal."
0: Yeah, and we, awesome.
1: it was funny. I was playing D, and uh, we came off with like a minute and twenty left or something. And uh, Mark Harris, uh, shout out Harris! He uh, he was coming on, and the last thing I said to him, I go, "Hey, don't fuck this up! I got the game winning goal." <laughs> He's skating out laughing. He's like, "Motherfucker!"
0: Yeah, it was fun. Good night. All right. That's a there little league. And then we got two more segments. We're going to do our heroes and zeros. <laughs> Videos are so
1: fucking funny. <sighs> so stupid. Uh, you're mic'd up. I was supposed to tell
0: you. Okay. Yeah. My zero of the week. Did you see this? Uh, it was a Red Sox Cardinals game. Sunday night baseball. It's oh. when the ESPN like didn't oh. show hockey they were playing this game. Meaningless uh, game.
1: Meaningless game.
0: I think pretty sure it was the Red Sox first baseman. Whoever was announcing the game goes, "Yeah, so uh we know that your mother passed away when you were a kid. How does that affected you like uh with Mother's Day?" Like straight up asked him that.
1: Was he like game, playing like live?
0: Yeah, yeah. playing oh first base. Oh god. It was the most... Is
1: it ESPN or was it the it, local guy?
0: It was the ESPN. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I wish he motherfucked this guy. I wish he was like, who the fuck do you think you are? And just took oh the mic off and God. like slammed it down. I couldn't believe it. The thing hey.
1: is, right? If he, if the player had done that, which everyone would have been able to understand. Oh, right? it, would have been, if, it would
0: have been an all-time moment in sports history. If he but did what
1: it. I'm saying is, if the player did that, which I think he would have been well within his right leg, if he was like, what kind of fucking dumb question was that? He would have gotten in trouble. But oh, this announcer yeah. is not going to get in trouble at all.
0: I don't know, dude. That was the dumbest fucking thing. It was something. I'm paraphrasing. But it was something yeah, yeah, along yeah. those lines. It's like, what, uh, and what other women have been in your life to like. I was just like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? I would have lost my shit.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So that's my zero of the week. Here of the week. I'm going to get into it when we get into our three stars. So that's kind right.
1: of cool. I have two zeros. Um, oh. Which is unusual for me. I'm going to do the long one first. So my is right along with your Sunday night. This NHL scheduling nonsense, are you fucking kidding me. <laughs> so insane, you have Connor McDavid, the best player in the NHL, and it's an elimination game, and you're starting it at 10 p.m. East Coast time because you don't want to conflict with basketball or this ridiculous fucking baseball game. Put it on ESPN two. Start it at fucking four o'clock. Start at five o'clock, east coast, a one o'clock puck drop out in Edmonton. I mean, it just it could have been handled so much better. So the first three goals weren't shown because it was over on ESPN2. Like it's I insane. went over to ESPN2, but what the fuck? It's just such, like again, for the I don't know how many times, make it easier for us to watch fucking games, They're not good. harder. There's so, so there you go with that. And then my other so one loud. do you remember a while back we talked about Arizona iced tea? Yeah, and, and the guy was like, listen, he goes, I'm not going to raise the prices. I 99 cents, whatever. Remember, he made a yeah. stand with my Hero of the Week. Well, I've noticed this trend here in Eastern Massachusetts. These fucking convenience stores. And listen, the guy who owns the store at the end of my road, great family, nice people, but fuck you too. Because I went in there. I like to drink an <laughs> Arizona iced tea. I like the fruit punch, and I like the... Mango tango, those are the two I
0: like. Fuck fuck you too, pal. Yeah,
1: (laughs) those are the two flavors I like. I like to drink those on the way to hockey and then beers afterwards. I think right. So I go in, I'll grab a six pack or a 12 pack if it's my turn to get beer, whatever. Yeah. This is the third store I've noticed this in. There's a fucking price tag on it. Instead of 99 cents, it's like a dollar 29. And it's not the fucking Listen, $0.30 isn't going to make or break me, but it's the principle of it. It's on the fucking can. It says $0.99. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Have you you called them out on it yet? No, because it's just some kid working. If I see the owner working, I'm going to be like, hey, what the fuck, bro? I'll I'll, I'll fucking flat out. (laughs) I know him, I'll flat out say he actually. Oh, you know what? He fucking listens because he because no, he yeah. said something to me about the podcast last time I saw him. So hey, you know who you are. I'm not going to say your name. So I'm <laughs> get you But you know who you, you, are you are, and I'm watching you. And I'm you watching know who you me. are. Take those fucking price tags off. It's 99 cents. God damn it. Nice
0: <laughs> fucking other stuff?
1: So there you go. All right. Oh, my hero. Sorry, I got all wound up in that. So there's this kid, 11 uh, year old. Davion Johnson had himself a fucking day. So during the day at school, 11 years old. So if Riley is six, five. So he's like a fourth or fifth grader, I think.
0: No, sixth. All right. you're, you're five years old when you start kindergarten.
1: Okay. So he's 11 year old. So whatever. He's between fourth grade and seventh grade. I'll say that. Sure. Uh, during the day at school, he saw a friend choking, and he hit him with the Heimlich and saved the kid's life. Got On it. his way home from school, wandering home, he sees a house fire and ran in and pulled a woman to safety. You're making a face. You don't believe this is
0: true? 11-year-old pulling a woman out of a burning building? Yeah. How, How bigger
1: 11-year-olds? How big or? 11- I don't know. He looked pretty big. And he was a big kid. All right. So... It was this was an AP news story, so it was. You
0: You don't trust the media. Oh Jesus Christ! Good on you. you It must be
1: true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, get get on you, buddy. Yeah,
1: exactly, my hero.
0: All right, three stars. So stupid. It's so funny. So All right. So starting Friday, I'm going to have some pretty big changes going on in my life. And I'm really yep. excited about it. New chapter. What? It's the summer of Ked. It's Summer of KED. And I'm fucking, I could not be more thrilled. I don't really want to get completely into it, but completely new chapter in my life. Super pumped up about it. So we're talking three stars and I'm like, okay, well, what should we do? And it's almost like, okay, why don't we come out with our summer goals? What are, what are some things this summer that we want to accomplish? Whatever it might be. Um, I have a honorable mention. Go ahead. My honorable mention is to save money and to stop, eliminate unnecessary purchases. Whether it's a Red Bull or like protein bars. Like I literally only want to spend money on groceries and that's it. So that's like my honorable mention. I think you want to see my good. honorable mention, but hold on. Oh, boy, oh you gotta.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to get him on the podcast.
0: You got honorable mention, drum again. And that actually brings me into my third star. I want to book interviews, I want to go off yeah. this summer and, and really fucking focus on some morning skate stuff. Try to bring some more interviews to you guys, whether it be hockey businesses, ex players, whatever it is. Uh, I mean, we're kind of, we're crushing it on social right now and the podcast. I got
1: a couple of, uh, a couple of feelers out there right now.
0: Yeah. So everything's going pretty good with that. So I think my third star, uh, wait, is that my third star? Yeah. My third star is I want to book some interviews.
1: Okay. My third star. I need to get in better shape.
0: Okay. It's
1: my third star. I'm inspired by you. We've been talking about a TMS tourney. I got to show up ready to go. You know, the, the better in shape I am, the easier it's going to be on the knees. So I would like to come back to the to the team I play for and just wheel around these guys. And they'd be like, God damn it. I think that'd be fun.
0: I'm glad you said that because my second star is to get ripped. There you I, go. Uh, I've dropped a shit ton of away since November. I'm definitely stronger than where I'm at, but the whole getting ripped comes from diet. And that kind of yeah. plays into like the eliminating unnecessary things. But like I might only drink twice a month this summer. Like and just really pick my spots on whatever days I'm going to. Why don't you once you say, let's try
1: to go for twice a week.
0: No, no, that's got to make different. realistic goals, dude. Twice these are realistic goals. Twice twice a week's way. Twice too a hard. month, you're yeah. gonna drink. Yes, like two right. Saturdays a month or a Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I can do All that. Right. All right, Well, I think that's and that's kind of like getting getting ripped. So yeah. that's that's yeah. what I'm doing. I think I definitely built the foundation. Now I just got to fucking. Get right after it, dude. Back back to the kitchen, man. So that'd be my second one.
1: My uh my number two star, and I have my eye on it. I know exactly where it is. I'm just maneuvering to get it to get it landed and locked in. Box truck.
0: Yep, I know you've been talking about
1: that. I've been talking about this box truck. We are making some progress, we are deep in negotiations. There was talk about really coming to brass tacks with a handle of Tito's and a gallon of cranberry juice yeah. in the garage is what he said. He goes, we could just sit in the garage and talk about it. I'm like, dude, all right. Cause we're, <laughs> we're trying to negotiate like me doing some work on his garage and in, in, in exchange for the box truck. Once he does some stuff and gets it working. So we're circling it. We're circling it. And I, I've, I have so much work booked between now and Thanksgiving that my wife's going to be like, you can fucking buy two box trucks once I start giving her envelopes.
0: So <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: So.
0: I hope I, that'll happen. I'm going to keep uh, the th- all the thoughts to the box truck. And then my number one is I want to do at least one thing a week that makes me genuinely happy. So here's a couple things. Oh, that's good. Go on a long rollerblade. Uh, toss some lines, go fishing. Have a bonfire with people over. Just once a week, something that I'm going to like look forward to to be like, fuck, I'm going to do that. So, but not only look forward to,
1: but you also can't, don't discount the spontaneous, right? Like, something fun. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, it's great to have that, but don't, what I'm saying is, don't, uh, how to say this, don't turn down a good time.
0: No, 100%. But, you know what like, I mean? You know how, I don't know if you're like this, but like during the winter, I was kind of a hermit. Like I didn't really go out. I stayed in, I worked out, I did whatever I did. Summer's hard because everybody likes to be outside, all this shit. I just need to dial that back because the last two weekends I've gone out every single night and I can't do that. Can't do it. Bad choices, doing stupid shit. Like I can't do it. So that's, that's I'm back focusing on becoming the best version of myself. And I like that, buddy. Yeah, it's good. To, it's going to be a fucking good summer. By the end of the summer, I'm going to be fucking looking bad, dude. It's gonna be, I can't <laughs> wait.
1: So, my number one star is I want to take my daughter uh camping, fishing, canoeing. Fuck yeah, dude. Cuz she's oh, she kind of can swim, so she's I told her she can't go in the canoe, which I need to replace the seats. Dude, I, gotta, I also can kind
0: of swim too. I'm not a good swimmer.
1: That's that's embarrassing. Yeah. that should be one of your starts for the summer. You need to fucking learn how to swim. I can before. go
0: underwater without plugging my nose now, which is like a big thing. Okay. Yeah. Can Remember last week when you thought I was really tough and I was beating people up and being like a super cool coach? <laughs> I had to learn how to go underwater without plugging my nose by waterboarding myself in the shower last year. So it's a little, it's a little bit fucking different, bro. Okay. So I was a data swimmer and she's So if you him. would
1: like, Maybe maybe I can have Riley do instructional videos for Uncle Jimmy <laughs> and she can you both can get floated. We, and she we can both show you. go
0: to swimming lessons <laughs> the same level teacher.
1: Like that Seinfeld with Kramer, He's like, we're all the same level. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she wants to go in the canoe, which I got I got a sweet deal in the canoe, but I gotta replace the seats. Um and I told her she needs to learn how to swim. So swimming lessons don't start till school's over. So that's a little bit of a conundrum. But she's she wants to go camping, she wants to go fishing. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm fighting every instinct to be like, oh, you want to fish in camp? Well, then we won't bring food. But I don't want to be that guy. You know, <laughs> like we got to catch fish to eat. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that because my wife probably will frown on that. But uh, yeah, I want to take her camp and fish. Could you
0: do to- that? Could you go, like, could you just live off the land?
1: I don't know for how long. Like, I don't, like, there's shows, like, alone. Like, they go up to Alaska. I think yeah. I could do it. I, I would need a little bit of training, like, in order...
0: For a weekend, if I just dropped dropped you off in the middle of the fucking woods uh Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've with, come to well, pick you up Sunday, would you be alive? Do I do I have any anything with me at all? You have what you have on you right now. I'm sitting and, here in my in my underwear. Yeah, so. in a, a fishing pole.
1: Yeah. If I had like a fishing rod and like some type of like leatherman, yeah. All
0: right.
1: Yeah. So I mean, there's this show alone, which is awesome, and you should definitely check it out. they drop people off in the Canadian wilderness, but I don't have the knowledge of like what plants to eat and stuff like that. If I had that base of knowledge, which is pretty easy to do, yeah, I could make the fires and do all that stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. So,
0: all right, guys. Well, those are our goals. We're gonna fuck, we're gonna crush that shit. That's yep. plenty, man. So, um, that is this podcast, this week's podcast. Brian, do you have anything else for the people at home?
1: No, just remember heated core and uh, heated he 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 core.com cool. morning skate 15. Yeah, just uh, we're we're closing in on the summer, and uh, it's May, mid-May, a couple of months away from the big guy's birthday, July first, I believe, is Jerome his birthday. So, in case I forget, happy early birthday, Jerome! Uh, God bless you wherever you are, you big beautiful bastard. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, man. This is I, actually, I, I my wife was like, "Are you going to wear that hat?" I go, "No, I'm just going to wear it for the podcast and hang it up. That's I don't think head I'll head ever head. wear it again." <laughs> <laughs> Well, shout out.
0: out to Jerome again. Let's shout out to everybody who listens. We really appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on all of our socials. Check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe to that bitch. Um, and the guy at the gas station, fucking figure out your Arizona iced tea prices because that's just, it's, ludicrous.
1: it's a convenience store. The guy at the gas station, Nick, Nick's fucking aces. It's a guy across the street. He's the guy across yeah. the, street. He, he, the, guy he,
0: he, the street. And you want right, to know what's you- what- Brownie he's is so a smart. gentleman. He's a gentleman, and a scholar, not to sewer your name on this, on this podcast. So yeah. Good on smart. you, Brownie. Good on you. Yeah. I'm on, um, got my eye on him. All right. So we will talk to you guys next week. Take it easy. Yep.